0: Welcome to Dr. 3, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth and climbing the standard rank ladder. I'm your host, Daring Alkaline, and along with me are my fellow hosts, Dragonrider and Major Death. So, we got a a lot of discussion about new cards that we didn't have last week, as pointed (laughs) out in my episode title. Um so let's go through the poll question we got a lot of news too so let's let's get it let's get it fast and rolling so we can spend a lot of time talking about cards
1: (laughs) sure last week's poll question we asked you do you like opponent hand disruption cards we had 23 votes thank you to all of you that voted 47.8 said no they do not like opponent hand disruption cards 43.5% 435 percent said yes and eight point seven said they weren't sure so actually very close I I was thinking it was going to be a bit more one-sided um either for or against but it, it actually is very close so um yeah I don't I don't know what to make of that I guess it's uh it's it's something they're People are used to, I guess, if you've played card games, I, I'm still, I guess, getting used to that particular effect. Some people, I like it. some people don't, <laughs> it seems.
2: It's, it's interesting. I to like play. to play
1: my cards if they're in my hand. Thank you very much. I don't need you doing something to them. But I like being able to play a card and say,
0: here's your win condition. I'm going to take it so you don't have it.
2: <laughs> that's mean. You, know, you guys mean. bring up a good point. I, I was also kind of curious. I was looking at these results and yeah, it's it's very split. It's pretty even. Um, but I'm curious also like if people just don't like it at all. Or if it's like I don't like it being played against me, or you know, is there a division? Like, if we put up different questions, would the answer be different based on like, do you like it played against you, or do you like playing it? Would the answer <laughs> is it If you're gonna, if to you're quality? gonna like
1: playing playing it, you better be able to handle having it played against you. I don't like playing against it, and so I don't really care for trying to play it. I can think of all kinds of times I tried to play Dirty Rat and pulled the biggest thing in their deck out on, like, turn three or whatever, or four, when I had, uh you know, a a small answer, but not just the giant answer to, to deal with their huge minion.
0: But then sometimes Mutinist uh, decides to eat Yashiraj or Alexstraza and it's delicious um N'zot's also very tasty from my personal experience so <laughs> there's just a lot of stuff that it uh it can do so yeah i'm 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 interested in hand disruption but i'm also a control player so take that as you will <laughs> so yes all right well then let us hit the news As we go into the Wailing Caverns, Um, it went live um, and it also came um, with 35 new cards, blah, 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 duplicates, you know, Um, and we will talk about all the new cards during the main topic. Um, Patch 20.4 includes balance changes to Paladin, new achievements, and buying most cards backs with gold. So, nerfs to Paladin. First day of school is getting hit again. It goes from adding three random one drops to two more random one drops. So, turns out pay one, get three one drop minions in Paladin is still really good. So, uh, we decided to take it down to two.
1: And that card was still good. I, I played it after the ner- nerf quote fingers nerf and it was still very very useful and still felt very very powerful to play it and allowed you to kind of flood the board uh not on turn one but turn two and turn three that was that was usually a pretty solid to good play
0: so then, Hand of a Doll got hit, given, uh, the old version was give a minion plus two plus two, draw a card. New is give a minion plus two plus one, draw a card. Um, I thought I lost my mind today. I'd forgotten about that nerf. And I was like, why? He just put Hand of a Doll and only has one more health. I can still hit it with Rancor. What, what is wrong with this game? And I was like, oh, that's right. That did get nerfed, didn't it? So, yeah. yeah
2: it did. <laughs> So, when health makes a difference.
0: Yes, exactly. It's still a good buff, it's just not as oppressive. So, Unbound Elemental also got changed. um unbo- Unbound Elemental, old. Whenever you play a card with Overlay, gain plus one, plus one. new after you play a card with overload gain plus one plus one i don't what is the difference what is the difference in the wording what is i don't remember
1: so i yeah the the nuance here is very very subtle and i think it has to do actually with one of the new cards that we saw um i'm trying to remember the name of it uh perpetual flame. And so like it it happened this plus one plus one when you say whenever happens like the same time as the overload card being played versus after means after everything is resolved with the playing of the overload card, then this adds plus one plus one. So it's it's a timing thing I think and and it can affect potentially depending on what the overload spell is uh whether whether the unbound elemental lives or dies because of the plus one plus one
0: so now it gets it immediately and the effect goes off is that well it
1: used to get it immediately now oh, okay it
0: gets it after gotcha gotcha okay i misunderstood
2: yeah, i think it also now will work with like guidance that was a big one that, that people were talking about because i think these were kind of announced and then I don't know if people really looked at the new card, but uh with guidance, then if you uh get both, then it's an overload, so I think it works with that as well
1: okay um so we got that because yeah, it wouldn't be outcast or it wouldn't be overloaded unless you picked the, the gotcha the both spell
0: options so it wouldn't trigger because it wasn't it technically an overload yeah, it card. wasn't
1: yeah it was an overload card when you casted it yeah yeah and the and the and like yeah, and so like I think you can get with like perpetual flame, I think you can get multiple plus one plus ones because this one recasts uh the the that thing as well, so
2: yeah, mm. so it's more of just a an interaction the way it interacts with cards it's cleaning
0: it up, it's cleaning up, yeah. making it perform as intended
1: yeah or as, as 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 you would expect i think mm-hmm. maybe as a as yeah. a player yeah
0: okay so moving on we have 32 new achievements were added many involving Whaling caverns cards full list of achievements can be found here and i'll link it in show notes for two out of cards 94 card backs and 11 hero skins will be available for purchase with gold Card backs will be available from uh for either five hundred or six hundred gold, while hero skins will be available for either twelve hundred or eighteen hundred gold. Um, this
1: this was crazy. The it, it that they did this. I mean, we've been seeing the the one off card backs in the shop, which I thought was great, but now just with this patch, they're like, nope. Uh, you know, basically anything. Anything except, except like the really, really special ones, like uh, like the high-level eSport ones or the Dalaran uh, Flame, though those um, uh, aren't available. But just like all the monthly reward ones are now available, and you can get them at any time. You just go into the Collection Manager, go to the card back that you don't have that you want you click on it and it gives you an option to buy it right there so the it's interesting i've wanted the explorers map which was from november 2015 the month that uh league of explorers came out i i thought it was really cool when i saw it at blizzcon and i was like i want that card back and i've been waiting for that card back to be the card back that's been available in the shop and now I was able to, with this patch, just go back into the collection manager and, cra- and buy, buy that card back right away. So I can now just have it immediately. And I know like the, the Diablo one was one that a lot of people did not have because it was a special tavern brawl event uh, with the anniversary of Diablo. And that one's uh, one of the big ones that is available for, for gold as well.
0: That's awesome, yeah. If there's it's some cool. Yeah, if there's something you want and you get yeah, it's I just I think it's really cool.
2: I was um I was the way they have it too, if you haven't looked at it is it's kind of it shows the card backs and the heroes that you have and then if you're able to purchase it, it's kind of got that like grayed out lit up kind of look, um just like when you can craft a card and you have the dust to craft, it's lit up that same way. So it also makes it very easy to tell which ones you don't have that you can purchase. So that's really nice as well. And it's cohesive between like what we're kind of already used to with the collection, Um, which I was very surprised because I went and looked at that and I literally have one card back that I could purchase. I have all the other ones except for, uh, I don't have a lot of the um, solo content stuff because I never really cared personally to go through and do that. But uh, I was like, I only have one card back and I think one hero portrait that I could get. And I was like, wow. (laughs) I
1: I, I actually (laughs) thought I was going to have more, but I was only, I only had 11 card backs that they allowed to be purchased with, with gold. And so that was, that was kind of surprising. And, and to not just the monthly rewards, and, and like the special Tavern Brawl ones, but some of the pre-order card backs are available in this as well. So if you didn't get a pre-order for a particular expansion, and they said they're going to update this uh, from time to time in the future, so if you miss, say, this month or something down the road, you're going to potentially be able to, uh, to, to get a, this card back that way as well. So they're going to keep this updated. Which is which is really great news as well.
0: Yeah, it just makes sense to me. Like yeah, I understand you don't want it there all the time, but it's cosmetic stuff, so if you people want to buy it and it's not like super duper special, then it makes sense to make it occasionally available. <laughs> um, and then we have other bug fixes and client improvements. So that was twenty point
1: four yeah, I just wanted to highlight one quick thing on this because I think it's really cool. Uh, They updated the player profile to display total wins for each of the game modes, which I didn't notice during the original patch note, When uh, my initial look through the patch notes. And when I was playing the game on the mobile client, I just happened to go look at at my wins for all my classes. And before you get to that, you actually see on the, on the page where it shows your current rank for all the all the ranked um, constructed modes, as well as like your arena, your battlegrounds, and and duels, it actually shows total wins. And I was just like, "Oh my god, it's back!" Because you know some of that information, like like the number of battlegrounds wins, or the number of of like arena wins and and ranked mode wins. Um were were there at one point, but when they switched to the journal, they got removed, and so they're now back.
0: Very cool. So next we have three new Hearthstone bundles available in the shop. And um this is due you see two of these bundles depending on your buying habits. So first we have bundles available include. The Tavern Special, Legendary Cards for Fortune of the Barons and Fortune of the Barons Packs. Bob's Bargains, Legendary Cards from Year of the Phoenix and Year of the Phoenix Packs. And the Bob's Wild Bargains, which is Legendary Cards from any Wild Set. And the newly introduced Wild Packs, which is just like the Year of the Blank Packs, but it includes all Wild uh, sets. So... And none, I believe, none of the standard stuff, right? It's just all wild,
1: right? Yeah, no those, they they would be just cards that you would be that, that are wild, really be played yeah. in wild, yeah. Yeah. So, if you if you're like me and you need goblins versus gnomes and grand tournament uh, cards, this would be the way to get those.
0: Yep. So, um, number of packs slash legendaries, as well as the cost of the bundles, will vary from user to user. Bundles can include one to two legendaries offered, along with 20 to 40 packs. So you have to log into the shop and see what two options are available for you. So it's different. Like, I got both Bob's bundles. Um, and I know, Mage, you said you got the Fortune of the Baron's one, the tavern special. Yeah.
1: So yeah, I got the tavern special and the wild one. So I'm actually thinking about getting the wild one because I I I wouldn't mind a few more cards, and I still don't have the original Doctor Seven, Doctor Boom himself. And so, you know, maybe he'll be one of the two legendaries.
0: Fingers crossed for you then. Um, so we have Possessy, Frenetic, and Nalgidon are the Season 1 winners of Grandmasters. So I will go through the deck lineup for each. Um, Possessy had Nazoth, Control Priest, Miracle Rogue, Rush Warrior, and OTK Demon Hunter. Frenetic brought Token Druid, Face Hunter, Miracle Rogue, and OTK Demon Hunter. And Nalgadan had... um, uh, Yep. I, I skipped one thing. I'm, I'm, I'll go back to it. And Nalgadan had Lunacy Mage, Rush Warrior, Nazoth, Control Priest, and Miracle Rogue. With the win, they have secured an invite to the world, uh, 2021 World Championship. And what I skipped was Book of Mercenaries. Zarella is now available. Gruff Runetonum will be available June 15th. Like other single-player content, defeating all eight encounters in this linear adventure will reward you one priest pack, uh, containing priest-only cards from this standard set right now. So, um, all right, and that's the news. So, um, pretty busy week. We've had busier, but that's a pretty pretty happening week. And then we have thirty-five cards to talk about. So, like. I think we're, I think we're gonna, um, <laughs> be good here, so, let us just start, um, we'll start talking by going down the list, and let's start with Demon Hunter, and the first card we have is an 8 mana, 8, 8, the Taint Heart Tormentor. it is, has taunt, and your opponent's spells cost 2 more, it is also a demon, um, I, I've yet to see this being played. I, I don't know exactly who it's for. I guess they're that de- big demon archetype that they're that someday someday may come, but um as of right now once. this
2: is I saw one person trying that. That big demon demon hunter. It yeah it didn't go how, very well how for did them. They, but I they trying gonna, it.
1: <laughs> I, I wanted to, I was curious how it went for them.
2: And, yeah, not not very well. I, although I do i tend to play more aggressive and mid-range decks so i was probably favored in that anyways because it took them a little bit to to kind of get to that point but uh were they, was interesting were they
0: playing Cthune too
2: uh i don't remember because i can't this was like the first day i think of the of the mini set dropping so I've played a lot of games. Yeah. Since then. No, I
0: played someone today who was who ran the seven nine that pulled the demon out of your deck.
2: Yeah, yeah. I've seen that too.
0: And I was like, uh, he was running Cthulhu, and he thought it was a good idea gets Control Warrior to play a skull, fill his hand up to ten cards, and I immediately milled Cthulhu pieces <laughs> from him. I was like, okay, <laughs> all right, good on you, buddy. <laughs>
1: Uh, Eddie. great in theory, less so great in execution. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like... Yeah, this this card does not seem like it's in a spot where it's going to see much play right now. The interesting, uh, like eight mana, eight eight with taunt. I mean, we've seen that stat line in the past, but it's been years since since that's seen play, and there's like a lot more uh i I feel like the card's got to do a lot more if it's going to be eight nine or ten mana and like the opponent's spells costing two more potentially can help this thing survive if it is on the board but i don't know if that's enough of a price increase to actually stop people from being able to kill this and then it's like well what did what did i get for this and it doesn't doesn't feel like too much unfortunately
0: yeah. So, next we have the two, two or the two mana spell Sigil of Summoning. At the start of your next turn, summon two, two, two demons with taunt. Um I've seen this a couple times. Um it seems like it could fit into your control or combo style demon hunter just to buy you time if there's no like if it's not mage, they have to go through the taunts first, so like not a not a bad card. I think it's very situational, but like I've seen it, and the effect seems decent. I wouldn't say amazing, but it, it 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 could serve. It's like barricade almost, so it's cheaper, but you have to wait a turn for it to happen. So,
2: yeah, this is yeah. feeling like a card that's like it's not super amazing. You want to play it in every single deck, but it's not bad. So it does. Fit in some, and yeah, it can be a stall tactic, like you said. Um, I've seen some people also like a few trying like an aggro demon hunter again, and they were playing this, so that that could potentially be a thing. I'm not sure if aggro demon hunter is really in the best spot right now. I feel like some of the other demon hunter decks are just probably still a little better, but it's fine.
1: So I played this card and I played it in death, rattle demon hunter. Uh, no hands gamer actually used it in his death, rattle demon hunter deck over the weekend at grand masters. And, uh, the Draco cat did a, um, did a death, rattle demon hunter that had this. And it's, it's not bad. It's, it's, it's two mana for four, four worth of stats that all have taunt. And, uh, you know, it's it does take a turn to show up, but it's it's just it's just a solid solid card. It's a it's a decent uh, turn two play if you don't have uh, your Death Rattle uh, starter pack going um, and that sort of thing. So it's 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 okay. I think I think it's actually reasonable to play it and like i think it actually could see a little bit more play in some other decks as well and you know there's an achievement to 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 doing sigils so this is this is actually a pretty decent card to to help work on that and
0: then finally we have i agree that it, it's it could see more play than it's seeing right now um and the final card, uh, which is seeing a lot of play in speaking of Death Rattle Demon Hunters, the Fell Rattler. It is a three mana three two rush. Uh, Death Rattle deal one damage to all enemy minions. So, can be pulled out of your two drop that Death rattles. Um, it gets pulled off of uh, Blackthorn. I can't remember the Death Speaker um so like it just fits the synergy it's a uh aggressively statted minion and it um rushes and does an aoe at the same time so yeah it seems real solid (laughs) even if it gets pulled out with a death threat on your opponent's turn and they kill it still does one damage to all their minions so yeah it seems like a real legit piece to the death rattle uh demon hunter puzzle
2: yeah it like you said it's aggressively statted it gets pulled out it also has rush so if you just have to play it it's fine it's a beast so some of the death rattle demon hunters that are running the Nazoth package yep. it resummons it with that um i mean we saw barov getting some decent play granted i still think barov is like a better tool for clearing boards than this is generally um, because it sets the health first, but this is kind of an effect like we saw with Barov and it, it feels pretty solid. I think more than I was expecting it to be initially. Um, But especially like double rattler feels really great against token druid. That's been one of my favorite things to do, (laughs) like double rattler and like, all right, goodbye board. Goodbye. Glowflies. Nobody wants you here. Go away.
1: It's three mana for a body that does basically the swipe effect. It does three damage to a minion and then one damage to that minion and all the other minions on the board. So it's basically playing three mana for a swipe effect. Um, You just have to have to, you know, hit charge or hit taunt minions if there's taunt minions up, but it's, it's really good. It is. I I don't know that I necessarily thought that this was the card that was needed to really push uh Death Rattle Demon Hunter, but it's doing a really good job of it. And like in the mirror match where you're you're where you're seeing the 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 performer card, the four mana three three with rush that leaves the two one one taunts behind. This is a great way to like, you know, get rid of some of the get rid, get rid of some of those 11s one that might have been left behind by the previous by the previous rush minions so it's 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 really good
0: okay um apparently druid got cards and we'll move on to hunter <laughs> we talked about all the druid cards last week and um has anyone actually seen any of these cards played
1: yes i lost to the beast deck i lost okay i lost to the deviant dreadfying beast deck Okay, Because they were able to get the Dreadfang for about five, six mana, I think it was, and and then proceeded to have the coin, innervates, lightning blooms, and um, like a lunar eclipse or something. And suddenly there was like five, four, two rushers on the board, and I just, yeah, I just died. Okay
0: i have not seen it so yeah i mean that was the only card like with the f- so they were running the fang brown druid as well i assume is that that's how it got discounted yeah okay yeah we talked about them last week so they're very all the f- cards are very fringy like we thought they would be um so hunter we first have the venom strike bow as a four mana one two weapon that is poisonous. So, yeah, you're shaking your head. Did I read that wrong?
1: <laughs> no, you you read it right. I'm just saying, nope. I do not want this in my in my hunter deck. I would rather have Ringling's rifle in my deck any day of the week than than this particular card. Yeah, right now at least. Yes, exactly. And for the rest of this yeah. year.
0: It is it's not a it's not an aggro tool, it's a control tool or like a mid rangey tool, right? This is like nest tray territory where if you're like running a mid rangey package and you need to get past the taunt, like this might be a thing. But other than that, like no, like Face hunters, is like really the most viable of decks at the moment. And yeah, you're either gonna run the, the true aim crescent or you're running or you're running that and the bow or the the rifle too. So,
2: yeah, I um, I did a whole mini set review video. Uh, it's up on my YouTube. But yeah, it's like I I looked at these and I was like, the bow is the one I like the most out of these hunter cards, and I don't even like it very much. <laughs> That's <laughs> and yeah. I think it's the one I liked the most out of the three, which is just
1: sad. Four. Poor,
2: poor Hunter. Yeah, and and I love Hunter. I think, I might try this if uh, Highlander Hunter were still in Standard. I might slot that in, but it's also hard with, like he's mentioned, Rinlings and um, now I'm forgetting the name of true it. True Aim Crescent. The true Aim, yeah. Like, I feel like both of those would be better in Highlander Hunter over this. <sighs> I don't know. This is just Sad to me. This, maybe this, if like, uh, if you compare it with Ace Hunter Kareen and you're immune, then it can do something. But then you're looking at having to play those in Hunter. That's, yeah, not really get a lot of archetypes going for it right now. So it's yeah, it's so sad. I want to like this, but Hunter is very sad right now.
0: Yeah. I've lost to it once as playing a control warrior deck, but yeah. Uh, so um, then we have the four mana one six the Sindori Scent Finder um, Frenzy seven four one one hyenas with rush. I, okay, like I I don't even know where to go with this card. Um, so.
1: I'll get I'll get my uh, four hyenas with Rush playing the coal car pack runner. Thank you very much, and enjoy and enjoy it a lot more. I think exactly (laughs) enjoy it a lot more. I think
0: yeah, and a lot sooner too. So Uh,
1: yes, these are in fact coal car lands. So you know, there you go.
0: Yeah. Any anything else to say on this one? No, I think it's just a pretty wah wah wah. Yeah. Although, although Dragon Rider, I'm surprised you're not on on Serpent Bloom because it fits in with Lock and Load Hunter, zero mana spell. Lock and oh, Load sorry. Hunter.
2: <laughs> I'm so sad that Lock and Load isn't better. <laughs> I want it to be good. Oh, it's like it's painful. My my poor heart just wants that to be good. <laughs>
1: It's it's the first set of the new of the new year. Give give it time. I think I think before yeah, the end of sure. the year of the Griffin, you're going to get to play some Lock and Load Hunter. I I I I don't know how strongly I would bet on that, <laughs> but my my assumption is going to be that before the end of of the year of the Griffin, you will get to play it and it'll at least be serviceable.
2: You know, honestly, I will probably just try it with every new expansion. Kind of like I did all last year, like, well, actually the last two years. Every expansion, the like, the first thing I did was like, all right, Highlander Paladin, let's go, let's make it work. It never worked, but I always tried. And I think that's how I'm going to be with the, uh, yeah, some, like, Spell Hunter. Let's go. Need some lock and load Spell Hunter. This will be fantastic in that right now i'm i don't think it's that great i don't really see a place for it
0: so so it's a zero mana spell that gives a friendly beast poisonous yeah so i don't think we take we just i just mentioned it was a zero mana spell also i mean i wonder what's like to have a card that you could play that After you played a spell, it generated a new spell for you. Oh, wait, I play Priest. It's called Seth and Veil Weaver, and it's amazing. Uh, (laughs) I apologize. I'm
1: surprised you don't like this card more just because of the card art. The card art, cute little frog thing, lizard thing inside the... uh petals of what looks like a flower or a lily pad or something I
0: believe so. it is the, a snake I believe it's a little tiny snake is yeah.
2: is
1: it, yeah. it, it the snake snake would make sense since its boys yeah.
2: Boys. Yeah.
0: it is it is very cute um
2: it is it definitely wins cute art
0: for for the mini set yeah there's nothing cuter than in the mini set but it's not like particularly overly cute I like it but it is a it's not like crab rider doll. or the tiny fin caravan. daw. So
2: I was wondering if you were going to bring that up. Yep.
0: Oh, you, you know it. <laughs> uh, so then we go into mage and we have three cards again. Uh, first up is a three mana spell shattering blast destroy all frozen minions. Um, I mean, I've seen it kind of been taken off of, uh, uh the, the orb <laughs> runic, runic orb you know i mean if, if if there's an archetype if there's more of a freeze archetype which there looks like they're kind of trying to push here and it's not quite there with this set plus you know the previous cards but like this card will see play if that's a valid if that's a valid set that card will absolutely see play I just haven't seen it now, and it doesn't really fit at this moment in time.
1: Yeah, so this is another Frost spell for the Frostweave Dungeoneer that we talked about last week. You could run this. I don't know if there's a real strong incentive to run this right now. I mean, there's... uh, There's... That this isn't the missing Frost spell that we needed in order to really see Frostweave Dungeoneer go off right now. So this is just another Frost spell that's going to be available for the rest of the year along with the Dungeoneer. And we'll we'll see if there ends up being more or uh, a way that makes it easier to freeze minions so that way then you can get more value out of potentially Putting shattering blast in your deck, but right now I don't. I don't really see a real reason to put that in your deck.
0: And now, why? Now we see why Frost Nova is no longer in standard.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, I'm pretty much just gonna reflect the same thing that you guys already said. But yeah, maybe this gets played in something in the future if uh, kind of the current spell mage that we have starts to fade out. This could be a tool used in some other decks, but I think right now it just doesn't really seem to fit.
0: Yeah. Um so we talked about the Frostweave Dungeoneer last week, and then we have the Flowcaster. Is that how you say that? I assume so. Um it is a six mana five five, cost two less for each frozen enemy, so um, could be free if you have three frozen minions. I mean, this is, like, a payoff card for, like, freeze mage. If you can freeze multiple minions, it's a 5-5 five, five for super cheap. So, like, this will get something done if you can freeze enemies reliably and draw this card. So, like, it, it, it seems like it will have a place once more frost cards come together, so... Okay,
2: yeah, I like this one the most. Out of yeah, all the
0: I do. It, what was the um the secret one? The crystal runner. The
1: yeah, cabal. I was just actually oh, yeah. looking for that. The cabal crystal runner was a six mana five yeah. five. that costs two less for each secret you played this game. That's a little bit easier to play because we had when that was when when that was playable. You had ways of cheating out or reducing the cost of the spell of the secrets uh, to make it easier to reduce the price on this. It's so it's something similar to that. And like it's, this was based on the whole game versus basically they have to be frozen. The turn, the, the turn that you want to have the, or you have the flowcaster in hand, which, which makes it a little bit more difficult as well. So we, we've seen this stat line work, with this cost reduction before but i don't think this one's as easy to do so i'm not there there's going to really need to be a bunch of freeze effects um in order in order for this to to be that payoff i think
0: sorry yeah Uh, sorry i muted myself go on (laughs)
2: that's all right okay so next uh let's talk about some paladin cards The first one is a seven-mana spell called Party Up. Summon five tutu adventurers with random bonus effects. Um, We didn't really talk about The adventurers are... There's eight different ones, and basically they are all just two-mana tutus that have uh, the core set keywords on them. It's like taunt or uh, poisonous divine shield. Um, So... Personally, I don't know. I'm, I'm not really sold on Party Up. I I know it, some people have been trying it, but I just don't... I don't know how I feel about it yet. Like, it seems kind of meh. <laughs> That's all I got to say for it.
0: It looks really good coming off Deck of Lunacy. I can tell you that much. <laughs> I don't know when you When you don't pay seven mana for this this... Yeah, because, like you said, I mean, there are a couple really good keywords, like uh, Divine Shield and Stealth, um, potentially Rush. The other, everything else is kind of trashy in Paladin, like, maybe Poisonous? Maybe? I don't know, I, I, I don't... These, these party, these adventurers don't seem to do enough in Paladin to, like, really take advantage of all those, so... Eh.
1: It's 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 hard to devote a 7-mana slot to do this. I mean, it is 10-10 worth of stats with random effects assigned to these bodies. But, I mean, at that point, you're... Like, the biggest thing I could see this being beneficial for is to try and soak up your opponent's Mask of C'thun. That That's what this card could do for you um but outside of that it just doesn't feel like it's good enough like what what there are cards starting at two mana that can remove all these minions and i'm talking about explosive trap so it's like you have to be able to like buff them or do something with them once they're on the board and and you know there are buffs obviously in in paladin but you need to kind of buff all of them and you need to do it in kind of a mana efficient way after you were to play this. And I, and and you're probably not doing it the turn that you play this. So your opponent has the opportunity to remove it. And, and then, then you're just out seven mana. Um, and your opponents probably removed it and developed something on top of it.
2: Yep. Well, next we have a weapon seed cloud buckler. A three mana, two attack, three durability with death rattle, give your minions divine shield. Uh this has potential. This is I guess the way I'm gonna work this. <laughs> I think it has potential. Giving a board divine shield can be huge. But I I still just am not really seeing a spot and I I feel like one problem right now with these cards... I honestly kind of like all three of the Paladin cards. And I do think they could have a spot. But I just... I think the current Paladin packages, especially like the Libram stuff, is just so much better than these. So right now it seems like a... Why do we want to play these when we'll just play Librams instead?
0: It's kind of like if they were to get something else like another Bolvar the fireblood, like that would make this interesting something like that but like you said right now it's just either you go aggressive or you go librum and this doesn't really fit into either so we'll see what happens next year we'll see you next or you know maybe next set seed clouds <laughs> buckler but like right now it just doesn't have a place
1: you guys, you guys are missing out. It's it's the Blood Knight. You need the Blood Knight. So after you give all the minions Divine Shield, maybe you've got, maybe you played party up with before you have you swung the last time. Then you give five minions plus you know Divine Shield, and then you if there was Blood Knight in Standard, you know that gives plus three plus three for each Divine Shield. You suddenly have you know an 18 18 on the board that that that's the that's that's the payoff you need for this card or something
2: that sounds like a no. lot of mana and a lot of cards required. That that, See. that that
1: that that seems very pie in the sky is i think what 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 that is and i there's other there's other weapons that i think you want to play if you're playing paladin right now and like two. a it's difficult with that third charge. It feels a little difficult to try and set up because your opponent's going to know what you're trying to do with that weapon. And so they're going to do what they need to do to try and keep your board as as small as possible before this. So you really need to have like you literally have to have like stand in the darkness or party up or something to go because you probably aren't going to keep any minions on the board ahead of that last charge. So it's, it's, it's difficult to, to see how this, how this is going to work right now. Yep.
2: And then the last one is a secret. So one mana spell, Holy spell a secret. When an enemy minion attacks, set its attack and health to one called judgment of justice, which there's so many cards with those names. Why? Like, <laughs> the caster side of me is like, oh, please, no. Because now it's so easy to get this name confused with everything else. But uh, this is another one. Like I think there's potential here. And I do like the fact that it just is when an enemy minion attacks and it doesn't have the restriction of attacking into specifically a minion or specifically face. Um. I I saw somebody trying it, but it seems like it's kind of faded quickly. Again, though, it's not really something that I think is fitting into our current Paladin decks. Um, I think the other secrets kind of work better with what the decks are wanting to do. Um, this one is a little bit more controlling, I would say, <laughs> and more maybe meta-responsive, whereas, like, uh, like Daring said, In Paladin, you kind of be wanting to be more aggressive or you want to be the aggressor or putting out the big threats, not really reacting as much. So Mm. has potential, but right now seems flat.
0: I don't think I need to say anything else. (laughs) I think that's it. Yes.
1: You have a way of potentially pulling it out of your deck with Knight of Anointment because it is a holy spell. But right now, Hand of a Doll and Conviction definitely feel like better pulls off of off of night of anointment than this card uh reckoning also is a holy holy uh secret as well
2: and there
1: there's too. some argue. there there's some argument what
2: is avenge as well
1: uh avenge is not a holy spell i don't I don't, I don't believe so um so it's it's one of those things where it's like I think the the cards that I want to to get off the night of anointment are, well, we're already playing them, and and like, and it de- they definitely have a spot, and so it's really hard. You you probably you're you're kind of diluting the the tutor pull when you when you put this this card in there, uh, because maybe you want the conviction or you want the the hand of a doll more. So it, it seems really difficult. But I mean, it is another secret. So it's potentially like if there gets to be a point where we're trying to play it and, and make people have to deal with a multitude of secrets, then then this might be interesting. Oh well, Avenge is holy. That okay. was incorrect.
2: Yes. Yeah. yeah, I just looked him up. So yeah, Avenge is holy. Noble Sack is the one. I was, okay, yeah, I think I was sense. thinking about yeah.
1: Noble Sacrifice was not.
2: Yeah, okay. Wait, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There, there's too many. Like, Paladin just has so many secrets, it feels like, that I was kind of surprised that they even put another Paladin secret in over potentially other other tools or other things they could have put in. I don't know. It's pretty interesting, but, Yeah.
0: Okay. That's
2: that's Paladin. Yeah. <laughs> Still kind of sad. Uh. My two favorite classes are just so sad.
0: Do you want to go to Priest next then,
2: Dragon Rider? Yes. So moving into Priest, the first is a five mana spell, holy spell, against all odds. Destroy all odd attack minions. Mm. This has been one I feel like I've seen people trying, but it seems like it disappeared pretty fast. Um, This is... (laughs) I don't know. I feel like it can be good in some cases, but it also destroys your own minions. And it's a little bit more situational. If you really want to set it up, it's going to be a multi-card setup to even do it. (sighs) I don't know.
0: Yeah. It's like, you know... Your opponent has a bunch of three three attack minions. You have renew and six mana. This might be the the card you're looking for, but um, uh, other than that, no, that's it's awkward, very awkward removal. And priest has way to pull things that doesn't start to stack. So like. You might you might play it if you need it and you get it offered off of a discovery effect, but other than that, or you know, you generate it off a of Sethic Veil vale Weaver. But like other than that, this this card's not going to get any deck. It's way too situational because there's way too many good um, even attack minions. You know, your eight eights, your big dragons, your you know your four fours. So like you know your you know your Sarah or. um, whatnot. So like I feel like there's a lot of even stuff too. So it's like
1: eh. I've seen the I've seen this twice. Both times it was generated by the priest and it wrecked me both times because they said they 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 knew based on the board state that this would be a good card. And it wasn't a card that started in their deck. And mm-hmm. and I think that's where where this card shines. I mean it's it's what because of you know palm rating, because of Renew, because of different cards like that. If you need this card, if your opponent plays a turn three man crick and then gets the uh the Ogre card like in a turn or two, this, this is a great way to deal with that sort of board along with a couple other, you know, smaller things if they happen to be odd, odd cards. I you know, I saw lots of Oh, wave of apathy plus against all odds means full board clear. It's been a long time since I think priests needed two cards to clear a board. <laughs> they just tend to do it with one now. And so I don't think they need to do it. They just, you're just, you're not probably putting this in your deck. You're probably generating it and it, you're seeing it as an option. And if it works, or you could see it working in the next turn or two, then you're gonna take it and you're probably gonna wreck your opponent and they're gonna be, you know, kind of upset by that.
2: Wait, priest generating things? What? 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 Right? Never. It happens,
1: it happens. <laughs> <What>? it, happens.
0: <laughs> it happens more than you think.
2: Uh, <laughs> uh, like every like, card and, they play. <laughs> like Like
1: every turn, they yeah. either discover or generate a card. <laughs> every single turn it feels like yes
2: i i agree with you though i think this is probably one that they much prefer to just generate and be able to use rather than playing um but the next one next two actually are both minions uh so the first one devout dungeoneer uh we kind of already talked about that last week with the dungeoneers but it's have either of you seen this one played the drawing a spell and if it's holy reduce its cost
0: i saw i saw it I once saw, like, and yeah exactly it. and it's like and then never again yeah i mean it it's too awkward and i'd rather like have a devouring plague or a palm reading or almost any other three co- you know venomous scorpion. like there's like a million things i'd rather play in turn three than this thing Um, so yeah, I, as a priest, I've played a lot of priests recently. I don't see this right now being too good.
1: I I had not seen it. So I'm, I'm not, not surprised. I, (laughs) I have played against some priests, but I have not seen this.
0: And then, uh, we just got some doggos barking. So Dragon Riders on mute. I'll go over the final card is a cleric of Anshi. Um, it's a ma- one mana one two battlecry. If you've restored health this turn, discover a spell from your deck. Um, uh, maybe I I don't know. This might be like to draw something in in a uh, miracle priest. If you if you're trying to you know get something specifically, if you're trying to find that rally, trying to find something to set up your big. Uh, Sethic, Nurse Dami, Bloodweaver turn. You know, like this could be a thing. I just, I feel like most of the time, Priest is probably looking to not draw. Um, you know, they're looking to discover things more so from drawing from their deck. But I could be wrong on that. So this one doesn't exactly speak to me as like being super strong. It, but it could be situationally good. So.
1: This seems really powerful, and I think it's going to be really powerful at some point. I feel like the... I don't know if it's that it's not sustainable, but I feel like as we move further along this year, there there may be a point where all the card generation and discovery effects that Priest is using to win games now won't necessarily be the best way for priests to win games and go back to a point where they're looking for specific cards in their deck. And if they're going to be looking for specific cards in their deck, this is a great card to do that. You know, they, they have very cheap ways. They've got zero mana and one mana spells that can heal them that, that they can, uh, that they can restore health with. Uh, they have a hero power. Obviously, they can do this. So, for at most three mana, you can discover a card from your from your deck and put a minion, a small minion, on the board. So, I think this is going to be good at some point. I think it's too potentially powerful for it not to be. It just, yeah, I haven't seen it at all yet, and I'm actually a little surprised that I haven't because I I feel like that's how good a card this is.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think there's definitely a lot of potential. I I have seen somebody trying it um, but I, I don't know if maybe just the, the spells that people want to be getting with this aren't quite there or it's just not the best body. I, I'm not sure exactly what it is that it's not seeming to really work right now. I, I don't play a lot of Priest so you know, I, I can't really say from that perspective but I saw somebody trying it, but I agree with you, Mage. I, I expect this card to be something that is played quite a lot at some point.
0: Exactly. So and it's just health restored. So if you already have something with um apotheosis on it, bam, that's that works too. So yep. Okay. Yep. Alright. Okay. When are you going to rogue?
2: Okay. Rogue gets yeah, the first one is a three mana spell, Shroud of Concealment, it's a shadow spell. Draw two minions. Any played this turn gain stealth for one turn. Hmm. I did see somebody try this and I had to like look at it three times. I was like, what is this card? What is that? <laughs> and like, it took me a minute to realize what was happening because it's like, I've never seen that before. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, this is another one where maybe it could be good at some point, but I'm just not really sure that this is what rogues want to be doing, especially right now. I just feel like the other stuff that rogues are already playing is better.
0: I feel like that speaks to the state of how good rogues cards are right now, where a three mana draw two minions and if you play them, they get stealth isn't good enough because Swindle and Foxy Fraud exist. Like, yeah, I mean, sure, you could give them stealth, but I could also just draw my deck at turn five, you know? So, yeah, I, I feel like that's yeah, this card probably will see play at some point in time. It's just not right now.
1: It's really hard because it's three mana actually is kind of a lot to pay to draw two cards and and like i get that we have arcane intellect and we have some different things like that but you're also talking about a class that has secret passage that does one for one mana you draw four cards so it's three mana to draw the cards then you have to play the cards that same turn so Like I've seen people, I've seen Jay Alexander try and get this to work. Uh, You you pretty much need to prep preparation this out in order to to do this at any sort of a reasonable turn. And if if this is near the bottom of your deck or something like that, it's just it starts to get to be useless. And it's like be between the power powerful things that the. That the deck can already do. And like the like the ability to draw is one thing that Rogue really has going for it. And then with Octobot having cost reduction being really powerful, it, it just it makes it really hard for this to see or see a reason to want to do this. Because like stealth minions don't necessarily mean they're not going to get removed. Um, but it's 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 just yeah, it's just it's just tough because it's like I I have better ways of drawing cards. I have more powerful minions that don't necessarily have stealth. If I really want to play stealth minions, I have a a swath of stealth minions that I can just play. And that's the that's the route I can go. And I I don't know that having this card a lot, incentivizes me to try and do something with minions that don't normally have stealth. Um having stealth
2: well talking about more stealth because both of the other cards we talked about savory deviate delights it's the one mana that transforms a minion into a pirate or stealth Uh, and then the other one is a stealth minion itself three mana two five beast a water moccasin Uh, stealth has poisonous while you have no other minions Mm. yeah sure I guess Again, like, I think this kind of falls into the same thing we just have been saying about a lot of these cards. It's like, this seems fine. It seems like it could be good. I just don't think it's great right now with the decks that we already have.
0: I mean, I I see it as, well, so there's. You know, there's weapon rogue. Really, the two main two archetypes are weapon rogue, and then there's miracle rogue. Weapon rogue doesn't care about minions because they want to just smack you and do direct damage. Um Then you have miracle rogue, which is all about going wide and drawing a bunch of cards. Like, so this card does not fit into miracle rogue. It's a three mana two five, which is you know decent stat line. Can be poisonous. It just does not feel like it really fits into Miracle Rogue at all. So it's like, if it doesn't fit into Miracle Rogue, it sure doesn't fit into uh, into uh, Weapon Rogue. So it's kind of like, well, this is probably going to sound sidelined until it finds a deck that, that suits it more. Because it has potential, because it's a 2-5 stealth poisonous minion. You can set that up pretty easily. But right now, I mean, I'd rather play Mancrick on 3. And then Kazakus and four, Yeah, it's just there's no real time for for this to get played. So,
1: yeah the the most some of the most powerful plays that the uh, Rogue can do right now are are very inexpensive, and they're they work together in order in order to do them. And this does have a a a a big butt as, as I think ridiculous hat and the coin concede folks would say. So it allows you to potentially take two really good kind of uh, removal, you know, trades and remove something. Um, But yeah, you can't have any other minions on the board when you, when you want to make uh, and take that trade. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's, it's kind of conflicting with what, what rogue is trying to do. So it, it, it may it rogue needs to then figure out a new thing to do and where where this is is powerful and I'm not sure what the win condition or what the other cards in that deck look like if you're trying to maximize or get really good value out of this card.
0: Yeah, it doesn't have a battle cry either. It's not a combo card, so it doesn't draw a card with off of field context. So it's just like yep no i think we're i think we're gonna it 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 seems like it has potential but like right now it doesn't where with where rogue is so i think i think it's interesting we're seeing a lot of these cards Where like they seem like they have good effects and like this could be useful but not right now so okay mage you want to go over the shaman cards we have
1: Sure. We, we've seen, we got some really good shaman cards. We, we talked about the first one last week, the primal Dungeoneer, the three mana two, three, that says draw a spell. If it's nature spell, also draw an elemental. This is, I've definitely seen over the last week. It's, it seemed pretty good uh, when it was played. I've also seen it getting played and not draw anything. So it's been hit or miss a little bit as well. Um, I I still think it's a really good card, and, and just overall, I think it's I think it's a pretty good card. If you, I'm assuming you guys have seen this card, and possibly even played this card. I know oh, I was yeah. watching <laughs> Dragon Rider play some Shaman on stream, so I'm pretty sure she has some experience
0: with it. Yeah, I've seen I've not seen the card do anything but draw two cards, except for yeah. when my opponent's deck was empty. And, well, there's no cards left for it to draw, so, yeah. Other than that, yeah, I've seen it yep. always draw two cards, so that's really, really good.
2: Yep, same here. I see it all over the place. Every time I see shaman, it seems like, although now shamans are starting to go a slightly different direction, but at least for the first handful of days, this was all over the place.
1: So I'm I'm going to skip the order just a little bit. We're going Wailing Vapor is the other minion. It is a one-mana, one-three elemental. This has been very, very well represented in the first few days of the new expansion. It's an elemental. It says after you play an elemental, gain one attack. (sighs) It is mana worm for elementals, and it is it is equally as scary as the mana as all, as the mana worm was. Um, maybe not quite as explosive, but still really good and like it can it can definitely take a couple trades and and be just a really big thorn in your side. So, uh, those same decks that are running the primal dungeoneer definitely were playing this. And this into the uh, into the into the weapon um, minion. The um, <laughs> I had it and then I lost it. Cage match. I mash, was about ca- to say cage
0: match custodian.
1: The custodian, as well as the the is it the Nimbus the 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 yep. uh, yeah menacing Nimbus the two mana two two that adds a random elemental to your hand. Those are just a great one two punch. And then if you have if you were playing Custodian, uh, a lot of people are running the um, the three mana Wacken uh, Wackenol yep. weapon, and you don't want to see the the wailing vapor get get buffed by the the Wacken Wackenol. So um, it's it's very it's very uh, very good card, and uh, we're gonna see a lot of it over the next year. Year yeah well until it rotates probably
0: yeah it has a lot of synergy and sets up a solid solid curve we know how good one threes are now you can buff the one three you can also potentially get it out for free on turn one with the one two elemental that reduces the next elemental you play by one so like they're are ways to start flooding the board with this, then redraw you know, refilling your hands with the Primal Dungeoneer. Yeah, it seems like a very solid uh piece of piece of the elemental puzzle.
2: Yes. My reaction when uh Mage posted the the notes that finally revealed all these cards in our Discord was another early shaman elemental heart eyes. And I still feel that way about this because <laughs> I love this card. This is—we talked about how shaman needed some draw, but the early elementals too is like, yes, that's what elementals kind of needed, I think, to to help the elementals a little bit. And this is great. This feels awesome. Just,
1: just even having another really good one mana elemental yes. that you can. Get the elemental chain rolling again if you had to take a turn off like you played the Dungeoneer um, just to get your elementals started again. This is a, this is a great way to get it started again, too. So it obviously works best as a, as a turn one play. Uh, the last spell, the last card is a one mana spell, Perpetual Flame. It says deal three damage to a random enemy minion if it dies recast this overload one uh i think it overloads one every time this is cast so uh yes i have not seen this get played yet uh in the shamans that i've faced uh it's random damage so i don't know if it feels quite as strong i think you'd rather if i was going to pay basically two mana to do three damage i'd like to pick where it goes but um you know, if your if your board has if your opponent's board has a a couple of adventure adventurers or something on it, this this could potentially be a nice uh, a nice option to go with. So,
0: I mean, it feels like a very solid controlling tool. Like this is like an early game. Like my opponent just flooded the board. Like this will blow up pretty much any hunter board right now. It'll you know, any like very minion centric deck played early enough, this card will just do damage. So like I but I this isn't the direction Shaman's going at this moment in time. So this is another like well you go sit on the shelf and then when we find a place for you, you know, we'll pull you off and dust you off and you'll get to you'll get to shine. But right now, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to be the understudy to elemental shaman
2: yeah i haven't seen a lot of people slotting it into their deck but a lot of people as some of the more um just aggro shamans that aren't running as many elementals are playing uh wand wand maker i don't know why i always want to get those confused not one thief wand maker that generates the one cost spell and i have seen this come off of that a couple of times uh, this card works a little differently than I expected it to, and I I don't know if I like it. I think I like it, but it casts it automatically. It just says recast this. Like, it does it automatically for you. So if you cast this and it kills something, you can just take your hand off the mouse and it'll just go boop, 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 And if it's continuously killing stuff. Uh, and you do get the overload every time that it, it casts. Uh, so, it's kind of interesting, but I'm yeah i kind of i'm just gonna say basically the same thing daring said it's it's not really something that people are slotting into their decks right now shaman is kind of taking a really aggressive approach and they don't really want to be playing this so
1: makes sense uh, let's move on to Warlock. Warlock got one minion and two spells. The minion being the bane of anyone playing wild right now. It is a four mana, two six demon, the stealer of souls. Uh, perhaps you've seen it if you've been playing wild, cause I haven't seen it in standard. I haven't seen a Warlock actually at all since the, uh, since the mini uh, mini set went live. It says after you draw a card, change its cost to health in. Cost to health instead of mana, so there is uh, an OTK deck over in Wild that is leveraging this, um, along with the um, oh gosh it you return and redraw all the plot cards twist from your yeah plot twist plot twist. So this plot twist Malcanus and then it's just, any anything that yeah. will make you um,
0: invulnerable for the turn. Then you just draw things with, you know, uh the soul the one mana spell that draws three cards, you the the seven drop that draws four cards, and then you play Mechathune and Cataclysm, and then
1: yeah.
0: all of a sudden you don't have a deck anymore, and you don't have a hand anymore, and Mechathune just died, so <laughs> you've won on turn four.
2: Yeah,
1: it is. It is actually crazy, and I I definitely think that something should probably be done about this card. Sooner than later, yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, this feels like the Wretched Tiller sort of situation that we saw uh, a little while back where it was just running rampant and wild for, for a little bit and, and needed to be tweaked in some way so that it couldn't do just some ridiculous OTK. Uh, very early in the game. You guys haven't seen this in Standard, have you? No.
2: I saw it once.
1: Okay. Did you? And
2: I felt bad for my opponent. Because, again, I was playing more aggressive decks. They were playing (laughs) Warlock. Then they played this, and I was like, hmm. Okay. Well, I will just keep hitting them in the face and leave this minion up. And if they choose to play the cards that they're drawing, then... They're just going to die. So it didn't go very well for them. Uh, (laughs) And that was the only time I saw it in standard. So yeah, this is definitely a card that uh, has different impact depending on the other cards available to build decks with.
1: Sure. Yes, definitely. Uh, One of the spells that we have is a two-mana Unstable shadow bolt it's obviously a shadow spell it says deal six damage to a minion excess damage hits your hero so we've seen uh we've got piercing shot in hunter right now that that does this we've seen explosive runes that was like that as well but this time the six damage any overage on the on the minion hits you as the warlock player and not, not the opponent so that's kind of interesting, I guess. But uh, I, yeah, I haven't seen it. So it's interesting.
0: I think I saw Viper running it in Control Warlock and, and the playoffs other than that. I mean, it seems like it honestly seems fine because it's a removal tool, especially early on that's a lot more effective against bigger early minions. Um so like I can see this getting play in in a controlly warlock. Also I I don't feel like that raptor did anything wrong and it's getting like blasted <laughs> into oblivion so boo to that warlock.
1: Yeah, you're you're not using this on a blo- on a bloodfin raptor. <laughs> you definitely should not be using this for that. Two mana is a great cost mm-hmm. to be able to do six damage. Um, I, I I definitely can 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 see that. And for Warlock, this could potentially be an annoying card uh, to play against, uh, and a very valuable tool, like you said. If 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 we have this, you know, four or five health minion that can get down on turn two or turn three, this seems like a great option to deal with it. And only take very minimal damage on, on your side as a result of it. So, yep.
2: Yep. That seems like a good tool. And also, I could see potentially some decks trying to play the uh, flesh giants. And this is a removal tool and deals a little bit of damage. So, there is some synergies that, that could happen. I haven't seen anybody playing this myself. Like, I haven't run into it on ladder. Um, I really haven't honestly seen a lot of Warlock overall. But I think this is a cool card. And I'm. I'm really interested to see how it fits in or if it fits in at all over the time that it's in standard.
1: Yeah. I, 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 I think it will find a spot at some point. Yeah. Uh, last one is a one mana shadow spell called final gasp. It says deal one damage to a minion. If it dies, summon a two, two adventure with a random bonus effect. So it gives you one of those two, two adventurers it's basically Mortal Coil, but instead of drawing a card, you get a 2-2 body on the board. Um, typically, I think the card draw is probably, our card draw would be worth more than that. Like, I would rather have a draw a card from my deck than get a 2-2 minion, but um, this, like, if you were playing, like, a zoo sort of deck and you were trying to... Um, leverage minions on the board and and using and and wanted to um, have a little bit of kind of spot removal or something like that this might be an option for you to choose
0: yeah yeah i think this could fit into a zoo warlock but zoo zoo is obviously not very popular right now so this will probably be i mean if a deck's running something it's going to be running mortal coil right now so I could see this being used in the future because you're right. It, it controls the board and does exactly what Z wants to do. It removes and puts a body on the board. So. Yep.
2: Yep. Yeah. I could. I might end up having to try this in like a gandling deck where maybe you end up uh, killing off one of your own death rattle things and. You know, then you get two, two. And then if you have gandling out, it would just become a four, four. That would be pretty cool um yeah it's it's kind of one of those like again it doesn't really fit necessarily in any of the decks we have right now but yeah, it seems it seems cool
1: it's not flashy it just sort of is there and it and it seems like an okay option if if you find the right deck for it well put right moving on to warrior uh, Dragon, you want to go over to Warrior Cards?
0: Or?
2: Uh, sure. <laughs> so, uh, I think, let's see, did we talk about Crash, or not? I don't remember. No.
1: <gasps> I didn't see any of the Warrior Cards ahead of time.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, Crash. So good. It is literally the nuts of Warrior cards for <laughs> somewhat of a controly style, even with rush rush warriors playing this card yeah. too.
2: Yeah, I've seen both. Um, so so crash is a six man. It's a legendary, a six mana three nine beast with frenzy, gain eight armor and death rattle. Equip a two five turtle spike, which is just a it's a two five weapon, but yeah, pretty solid. And eight armor is a uh, pretty pretty significant. Excuse me.
0: And he's a frenzy minion that comes back with Lord Sarafang. and he's a beast which comes back with N'zoth. Yep. So, like, there is a lot of... Well, you see one crush, that's not the only crush you're probably seeing that game, so... Also, he's the Lord of Turtling, <laughs> which I don't know if you're familiar with that. That is a fighting game turn... For someone who is a, a character that plays very defensively and has someone come to you. So, yes, he's a giant turtle, but he's also turtling. So, if anyone didn't get My that head. reference, that's I think that's what it comes from. I, I'm familiar with the term from the fighting game community.
1: Yeah, I, I think this is actually a really good card. And I, I was actually a little surprised to see it in Rush Warrior, but I, I think it's. I think it actually does sort of make sense. They were talking about it during the, the GMs this last weekend that um, I don't remember who it was, but uh, they were playtesting the card, and they were like, this and Nitro Boost Poison, if you put Nitro Boost Poison on the weapon, you suddenly get a four attack with four or five charges on the weapon that that gets to be a lot of damage. And so I don't I don't necessarily know if that's going to take off, but it, it's, it's definitely interesting. It does. The, the armor is not an insignificant amount of armor and it's just sort of built in this nine health means that it's probably going to get you that armor uh, because it's really difficult to remove nine, um, nine health without some sort of poison effect. But, the, yeah, the weapon is, is really good as well. So and, and as you pointed out, it can be resurrected uh, a couple different ways by Warrior right now.
2: Which I want to point out as well. I, I just pulled it up to double check because I read that and then you're talking about Nizoth and I went, hold on. In my YouTube video I put out, like, the day that the, the mini set stuff was revealed and I pulled up my video, I have the screenshot, there is no beast tag when it was first revealed. And I talked about that in my video how that was like I'm surprised they didn't put it as a beast and and that can't now be they changed it. I don't know if they initially like just forgot to put that tag on it or if people brought that up and then they put the tag on. I don't know.
0: Or they could have put out think, an earlier image where it didn't have the tag. Yeah, I yeah. think
1: I think I think they they put I think that's what it was. I think they put out an earlier Version of the card that didn't have the the beast tag on it, but during you know their final finalization of the cards, they they, it did get added.
2: Okay, yeah, because I mean I rated the card like and I was like this is a great card and it would be even more insane as a beast, and then just looking at it now, it's like wait. That's a beast. That, <laughs> that's that
0: is a beast. Like, it is so literally weird. a beast. A beast. <laughs> <It is, yes.
1: laughs> literally and figuratively, whatever way you want to refer to it.
2: Yes. And the next two warrior cards, uh, they could go hand in hand, but the first one is a new weapon. A whetstone hatchet. It's a one mana, one attack, four durability. After your hero attacks, give a minion in your hand, plus one attack. Uh I've kind of seen some people playing this but I'm I'm not really convinced how great this is. I don't it just feels kind of like okay and giving one minion plus one attack I guess doesn't feel super great when we have other things that feel better to buff right now but maybe this goes in something that's not rush warrior.
0: I don't know, I've pulled it a few times off war Cash and it's not really in been super impactful or impressive to me so i'd much rather get outriders act any day of the week so like i mean it's it just feels way too slow it's just a one attack weapon i guess you can't make something like that um much more because nature boost poison like you said earlier is still a thing so like kind of have to be careful with Nitro boost poison being a thing but like eh I don't think it's good.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. I think. I think. You know, we we've had one attack weapons in other classes and stuff with varying effects and stuff, but like their level of impact has diminished over the years, and I think that's where we're at with one attack weapons now. It, it the effect on it has to be pretty substantial, and with all the ways that you can potentially buff cards you're giving attack and health and this just as attack and it does it a lot slower than any other ways that yeah, it right it's so so yeah it's it just, so it's, slow it's so slow it's just it's really it's really tough to justify its place in your in your deck like the
0: only thing that you want to increase your attack on is the uh the scrap yard or the uh the scrap the the mech that the four or five mech with taunt that gives you armor based on its attack like that's the only thing you care about its attack going up so like other than that yeah it's uh, i don't know it's way too slow
2: yeah all right ready for the last warrior card nope just kidding
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay so I'll, i'll hit it so we have man at arms it is a two mana two three um battle cry if you have a weapon equipped gain plus one plus one um this was okay when i pulled it off war cash I just, I I don't know. It's, it, this, this definitely feels like one of the, an, another one of those cards we keep referring to where it's like, this could be a good effect. Like this has potential, but it doesn't really fit in Control Warrior and it doesn't really fit in Rush Warrior. So it just sits on a shelf for now because I, I don't know. I don't think it does enough to be put in a deck at this moment in time
1: we've seen two mana two threes that can become three fours because of some effect i'm thinking of like the rogue card if you had a card from another class it became a three four with with rush i this doesn't affect the board it's just a two mana three four if you happen to have a weapon which is decent but it's not as outstanding as other things that warrior is potentially setting up and doing right now so it's it's just two mana for a slightly overstated minion. And I don't know, those those don't necessarily like they're sometimes it's nice to have those, but other times it's like, well, you gotta do better in order to actually find your way into into a deck right now.
0: Exactly. Yeah. You gotta be better than you like. These stats are fine.
2: I mean like even Even at the two mana, three, four, like you said, yeah, the stats seem fine, but even just not even across warrior, I think there's just better cards you could be playing for that. Like, yeah, (laughs) across. It's just, it's just
1: that that there's, it's not that like raw stats, this is probably one of the better things you could be doing on two if you happen to have a weapon, but the problem is, is the, 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 the cards that don't have that much in the way of stats have different synergies or different reasons or different effects that are more powerful and definitely more powerful um, after turn two because it, it like if you're if you're if you don't have this on turn two and you wait until turn five to play it suddenly this doesn't seem great at all because you had to wait yeah. till your sword eater was up in order to get a three four minion for two mana agreed yep
0: okay so let's let's hit it home with the neutrals we talked about mutinous last week um i think that was the only uh neutral that had been revealed at that point in time so first we have yeah
1: it's seeing play yes it's seeing play Um, yeah and eating 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 minions from your opponent's deck and uh you know i've i've seen really good
0: can confirm <laughs> feels I've good i've seen really
1: good ones and 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 then some eh, it's not so great
0: yeah so first first up we have uh a legendary Archdruid narlax dormant for two turns while dormant add a dream card to your hand at the end of each turn this is really good the, the all the dream cards except for possibly laughing sister um <laughs> you know laughing sister's okay the rest of the cards are really, really good. And a lot of decks want this just because like if you're more aggressive at track, if you you grab a couple of nightmares, like this will, you know, really spike damage. It could, you know, get rid of a taunt. It could clear a board. Like you know, these cards literally do basically anything you could want. So like this is a very good card. Okay.
1: I've i played it. I that it was in that same Draco Cat, uh, Death Rattle, Demon Hunter deck. Uh, like you said, Nightmare, Dream. Those are those are really good, and and having those in the in the early to mid game uh, can definitely be very impactful, and and really change the 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 whole complexion of a game. And and yes, you you only get two of them. You just get it while while it's dormant, um, but those two cards help keep your hand full and and you know we were talking just a moment ago about a two mana three five three four two mana three five that can't be targeted when you're just trying to uh, you know fight for the board and stuff that's that's reasonable and it gives you gives you an option to to potentially choose uh, you know keep keep things. At, at at a stalemate or or slightly shift it in your direction. So it's it's actually, it's been very solid. And I think it's going to end up seeing a, a fair amount of play. And I think people are starting to consider, well, do I need Man Crick or is this maybe a card that makes more sense in that three mana slot?
2: Yep, I think it, it does a good job uh, more than I expected it to. But it kind of is starting to now compete. There's more things that are filling in that three slots. So decks are having to be a little bit more choosy, which I think is good. And and overall is going to happen as we get more cards. But yeah, this is pretty solid in play more than I expected it to be so pretty good plus i wanted
1: i want i wanted to see something besides man crick and the vicious uh, venomous scorpid and we are seeing this this get some play in in those sorts of scenarios yep next up we
0: have selfless sidekick it is a seven mana six six battle cry equip a random weapon from your deck um i've seen shaman play it because turns out when you spend seven mana get a doom hammer and a six six without having to pay overload all of a sudden you're doing pretty all right and this is probably your second doom hammer so like this is a very specific very 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 specific um yeah uh, install uh cost but like it can be very good and and uh like Doomhammer Shaman, I don't see what other deck really plays it though. In in all honesty, I'm
2: gonna I'm gonna have to disagree with you. I think Custodian is much better than this. In yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, this seems too slow. Like you can play Doomhammer before you can even play this. It, it equips it for you, but I think it's it's still a little bit too slow
0: i mean i've seen people go through two doom hammers and like yes cage match custodian is more ideal this can like pull out as a finisher like i think this is like could be a one of in that deck and that's it but yeah i don't i'm not saying you put it in there but it has potential i mean it does a lot for seven seven mana if you have a if it pulls a doom hammer if
2: he. You could play this in Hunter and pull that poison weapon,
1: Hey.
2: <laughs> All right, we're Is getting the, somewhere. Poison
1: weapon, poison weapon now playable <laughs> because because you're planning selfless sidekick. Oh. I'm sure Sidisi will be very happy to hear that.
2: Let's go, Sid.
1: <laughs> I, I I don't I don't see a, a world where this makes a lot of sense. I, I mean, obviously there are there are are classes that have weapons that are really good and yes it would be great if they didn't have to pay for them in order for to equip them but seven to get a seven mana six six uh pay wait that long in order to equip it seems a little suspect to me and i I think it would require a very specific kind of deck in order to, to really leverage that
0: okay next up we have devouring ectoplasm It is a three mana three two death rattle summon a adventure with a random bonus effect this is really the adventure card i like the most because guess what it is a death rattle minion that is cost three or less that leaves something behind demon hunter loves this card like i haven't seen all decks run it but like this is very. This is a very strong card because it always leaves something behind. And I feel like that's one thing that that Demon Hunter deck really thrives on is always having minions on board. So this is guaranteed to leave something on board. So um, yeah, I think this is really solid in that deck. It's not a bad card and I don't know. I think it's a pretty decent card in a lot of decks, but I don't know which decks those are. But it just slots right into Demon Hunter.
1: I think i think if zoo was a thing this would be a decent card for that as well but yes it is exceptionally powerful um the fact that it costs three mana means that like the 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 two mana razor bore actually can draw this as well as the the three mana three three quill bore um so you're you're really not unhappy with either of these options coming on the board because like you said there's the, there's going to be something left behind when either of them dies, so it's it, it it's definitely it adds more death rattles to the to the mix, and so it, you also now all of a sudden always seem to have at least three minions that have death rattle effects uh, by turn seven when or seven or eight when you're playing the the death speaker, so it's really good. One
2: hundred percent agree with both of you. This card it feels fantastic. I didn't like it as much when I first saw it. It was just kind of like, okay. I guess kind of like Mage said about another carter It doesn't seem flashy, but it feels really solid. And the adventures don't seem all that great. Some of the adventure cards, like Darren said, eh, but this is the one if you're gonna play something for an adventure, is this one. It's great.
1: And
0: then finally we have Meeting Stone. It's a 1-mana zero two 2 At the end of your turn, add a 2-2 two, two adventure with random bonus effect to your hand. Think that uh, that shaman totem that would add lackeys to your hand. That's the same kind of thing, but you actually have to play for them. So, I mean, Uh eh, eh, whatever. I guess if you're trying to go, like, wide in tokeny, this sure is a card that you could put in a deck. But, I mean, other than that, it okay right now it's it's just okay it's not the worst thing i've ever seen but it's certainly not super
1: playable. I, I like the i like the theme of i like the theme of the card i don't think it's a particularly powerful card and so i i i don't know when a reasonable i don't i don't know what the deck looks like that is going to want to play this card
2: Yep, pretty much same sentiments. I've seen people trying it. I think I did even come across a zoo warlock, and I, they were playing this. And I've seen a th- couple people like trying to slot this into shamans. But yeah, the fact that it puts it in your hand and then you have to play it out, it just f- doesn't feel good enough. Still, think like if it like if it just put the tutu out on the board, fantastic. That would be great.
0: That would be well, broken.
2: Just <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh yeah it would need to cost more <laughs> for sure exactly. but yeah just putting it in your hand is like yeah oh okay well i didn't want to play the tutu in my deck i mean you can't but like i wouldn't necessarily want to just throw that in there so i don't know about this
0: exactly so all right well that's uh, that's Whaling caverns we are way over our normal time so let's move into the poll question we'll wrap it up for the evening
1: Right, so we just got done talking about all the Wailing Caverns cards, and we would like to know from you, uh, how are you feeling about the meta since the Wailing Caverns, the mini set, has released? Uh, Do you think it is better than it was before, Uh, about the same as it was before, or is it worse than it was before? Let us know, vote. Tell us what you think, and we will talk about the results on next week's show. Speaking of the show, you can
0: email the show at dr3hs at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Dr3HS. Follow our top pin tweet to take you to our Discord. And you can find myself on Twitter and Twitch at Daring Alkaline. Dragon Rider, where can we find you?
2: And you can find me on Twitter at DonnieDK. That's D-A-W-N-I-E-D-K. And streaming Monday through Saturday, 6 a.m. Mountain Time at twitch.tv slash DK. And
0: Mage, take us home.
1: Uh, you can find me on Twitter. I am at Mage Death. And then Monday, Wednesday, Friday, uh, coughing. Not uh, notwithstanding, you can Find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash major death as well.
0: All right, guys. Thank you for listening to a slightly longer show. And as always, you've been listening to Doctor Three.